Hey everybody, need to lift your spirits? Well, I got a place for you. It's thefrequency.com. That's T-H-E-E frequency.com. And there they have all your spiritual needs. They have tarot cards, witch spells, jewelry, crystals, everything you could possibly want to feed your spirit. Remember, T-H-E-E-Frequency.com. Tell them Splat sent you. And keep your spirit lifted. It's time now for This Week in History. It's a kind of show where four people are on it and they really like each other. They don't like me, but I like them a lot. That is amazing. That was our very first interview with Bob Saget as host of The Morning Program on CBS. It actually premiered 35 years ago this week. Now, it only lasted nine months, but it all worked out for Bob because he used those skills to play a fake morning show host on Full House. And of course, E.T. was there from the very beginning. It's a story of a guy named Danny who was married with three girls of his own. And he had two friends just like their mother, the youngest one in curls. Here's the story of a guy named Tanner. I'm sorry, I set you up. Is there a therapist here? He told me not to look at the camera. <laughs> Can I start again? <laughs> that was so painful. Bob was always the comedian, even from our very first visit with him on the Full House set in 1987. And while he wasn't in the original unaired pilot with the rest of the cast, he fully embraced the role of Danny Tanner and became the TV dad to a generation of fans. A lot of parents tell me, this is not a show I'm afraid for my children to watch because it has a lesson and nobody's getting hurt and the women do have some clothing on, which is one of my problems with the show. I think everyone should be in the nude, except for the children. They should be dressed. <laughs> Now. Oh man, that'll never get on. How you guys doing? Take care. They love me. They can't get See how the public goes after me? We spent a lot of time with Bob throughout the show's eight-season run, from on-location shoots to behind-the-scenes set tours. This is a freak thing in the living room. No one plays the organ. Lurch does not live here. I don't know what it's doing here. But what always stood out to us was his love for his TV family. We have twins that play the babies, and they're just amazing. You really are a good sport. Candace Cameron, that plays the oldest daughter, is just a really good actress. I mean, she's made me cry several times, and that's during comedic scenes. Hey, what are you up to, Steph? Jody Sweeten is, she's like a little 
I don't know, she's like George Burns. She has great natural comic delivery. This is how I brainwash the children on the shore and make them listen to my special music. Oh my gosh, it's a candy cane toothbrush. E.T.'s last time on the Full House set was in 1994 for a Christmas episode. Just five months later, the cast was caught off guard when ABC abruptly canceled the show. I like acting, so I'm going to do more of it. And I might do a, another series. Or I'm, I like directing, though, so I'm very confused. I don't know whether to go to lunch or to the bathroom. Still, over the years, the Full House family remained close. They first reunited in 1997 to surprise Bob while he hosted America's Funniest Home Videos. Man, you guys look older. What? And in 2004, the crew rallied around Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen at the premiere of their movie, New York Minute. So much fun to see everybody. I love everybody, but we, we see each other, so it's like we'd rather not do it in public. <laughs> we just look like cousins or something, you know, you just want to see us. Hold him. <laughs> then, almost 30 years since the first episode, Fuller House hit Netflix. Hey, Tommy. Fuller House came back because of Stamos. I mean, he, he fought, and I said, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. We didn't really hang out much in the old days, and then now we become best friends, but right? We literally uh, are brothers. The reboot lasted five seasons. We were on set for the emotional final day of shooting. There was a moment where uh, we were hugging, because that's what you do at Fuller House, and um, there were tears, but then we just kept crying, and we didn't let go of each other for about five minutes. Bob cries a lot, and he wears his, <laughs> his emotions on the surface. He's one of the most sensitive people I know. We love each other. We've been through marriages and, and divorces and births and deaths. And we've been friends all these years, and we've been there for each other, and people have heard all this ad nauseum, but it's, it's honestly true. Okay, here we go. Yep. Before we go, one of Bob Saget's many passions in life, mm -hmm. aside from comedy, was charity work, specifically with the Scleroderma Research Foundation. Indeed, Bob lost his sister, Gay, to the autoimmune disease in 1994, and fans are being encouraged to make a donation in Bob's name today. You know, all of us take solace in knowing yes. that he is reunited with his family once again, and we're going to leave you with Bob's words on this very important cause. Good night, everybody. Take care, y'all. I just have a sister that passed away. And, she's, and she died from this disease, scleroderma. Tragically, Bob died on what would have been his sister Gay's 75th birthday. In the years following her passing, Bob enlisted many of his famous friends to raise more than $25 million to help find a cure. It's a horrible disease, and a lot of people have it. It's as prevalent as MS or MD, and uh, you're disfigured, and your, or your internal organs can totally deteriorate. My sister passed away from scleroderma. Um, and Dave's sister passed away from cancer. And then John's sister had a, a mild problem with uh, MS and she recovered. When you go through all these life things with people and it does bring you closer to people. As an artist, you are a vortex of artistic compromise. Charlie Sheen watches you and feels good about himself. You know, Bob, I was talking about your career the other day and out of nowhere a fat lady started singing. It was so weird. <laughs> this dais is graced with many, many fine comedians and Bob Saget. I am not here to roast Bob Saget. I'm here to fuck John Stamos. <laughs> Bob, you have a lot of well-wishers here tonight, and a lot of them would like to throw you down one. A well. They want to murder you in a well. No, but Bob has a beautiful face, like a flower. Yeah, cauliflower. 
no offense, but your face looks like a cauliflower. Bob Saget walks into a bar and he says to the bartender, give me the Bob Saget. The bartender says, what's a Bob Saget? And he says, you give me one shot, I suck it for eight years, then you give me a hundred million dollars. I can't believe that after spending so many years begging him to shut up, I'm now going to ask him to speak. Please welcome the great Bob Saget. What a night. Thank you, John. This is the longest John Stamos has gone without putting his cock in a desperate actress. Yeah, you know, they say the measure of a man is judged by the company he keeps. I'm fucked. Greg Giraldo, you should be a bigger star. You should be much bigger. You have more talent in your little finger. Oh, sorry, that's your dick. Norm is such a horrible gambler, he bet that John Lovitz would be funny tonight. John, your act is like masturbation. You're the only one who enjoys it, and you should be arrested for doing it in public. Jim Norton, you look like something that just got burned off Stamos's cock. And then there's my good friend, John Stamos. He's so handsome, even his dick has a great hairline. During Full House, John's dick had a mullet. In the, in the 80s, there were two things every actress wanted to be on. The Love Boat and John Stamos' cock. Neither helped your career, but at least the Love Boat didn't try to fuck you in the ass. That would have been exciting and new. This honestly has been quite a night. I, I was concerned because it's, it's hard to make fun of my friends and the people I love, but luckily none of them are here. And it's really, truly, it's really great to be honored and to be part of a hit show. And I know this is going to be a hit show because I'm on it and we're going to edit out John Lovitz. Because that's what I do. I, I star in monster TV shows and I cut out the lame parts, you talentless white motherfuckers. So in summation, and I, I mean this to all of you from the bottom of my heart, fuck you all and suck my hundred million dollar cock. Yes, we lost the great... Bob Saget. Um, I seen him live twice. Um, he was fucking amazing. Because the thing I liked about Bob Saget is when you saw him live, um, when you saw him live, it was it wasn't a Danny a Danny Tanner. <laughs> it was a lot of fuck you and fucking people in the ass and fucking people he worked with. You know, it was just it was great. And I always thought he was funny. I follow him on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. He was hilarious in my book. And, um, yeah, well, it's another legend uh, right there, a little tribute to him. Sorry it was a little longer, but, man, that we just lost a great comedian. And uh, R.I.P. Bob Saget. But, I mean, we all really know him from Full House, right? <laughs> uh, 
Um, but I know him from Half Baked. Uh, I think he was in Dirty Works, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, you know, when um, Dave Chappelle goes to... Uh, when Dave Chappelle goes to rehab for um, for marijuana, he's trying to quit marijuana, and there, and Bob Saget goes, "What marijuana? Have you ever sucked dick for cocaine?" <laughs> oh God, he's fucking funny. And it was strange to hear Norm in there, and because um, we lost Norm last year. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a, <laughs> fuck twenty twenty two already, right? Taking Betty White, uh, Bob Saget, just a bunch of crap, man. What are you doing to us, twenty twenty two? Son of a bitch! What are you fucking doing? But anyway, on a lighter note, he would have wanted us to joke around and uh, have fun with it. But uh, R.I.P. Bob Saget, A.K.A. Danny Tanner. <clears throat> God, please don't let us uh, get anybody else. Um, I'm tired of losing good people, man. Good, good entertainment. Because we're going to be left with Pete Davidson. <laughs> I'm kidding. I like Pete Davidson. But anyway, um, I guess we'll just head head on over to the headlines, motherfucker. Um. Well, we go from one celebrity death to the cause of another celebrity death. Just days before the uh, after the news that Hollywood icon Betty White passed away at the age of 99. Uh, the late actress cause of death has finally been revealed. According to People, assuming the magazine, Betty White's agent and longtime friend Jeff uh, Widges. Revealed that the actress died peacefully uh, in her sleep uh, at her home on New Year's Eve. She was uh, she was just a few weeks away from celebrating her hundredth birthday. Which us with Joss also confirmed that the rumor about Betty White's death being related to getting a booster shot three days prior is simply not true. She died of natural causes. Her death should not be politicized. That is not the life she lived. Boom. The agent and friend then noted that Betty White did not receive a booster shot on December 28th, despite the apparent gossip going around. Social media users reportedly claimed that White had stated on that day, eat healthy, get all your vaccines. I got boosted today. I just got boosted today. Which is a well, which has uh, previously shared the media outlet that even though Betty White was about to turn her 100, she thought she would live forever. I will miss her terribly, and so will the animal world that she loved so much. Well, I don't really, in my opinion, I don't think it's anybody's business how she died. She was 99, she boosted heroin. I wouldn't give a fuck. Fucking 99 is a long fucking time to fucking live. <clears throat> Mischievous Pony gets stuck in hilarious video. Let's see here. Uh, there are times in life where we find ourselves in a bit of a jam. We try to get through something, blah, blah, blah. 
video uh chelsea maslanka of lucky creek uh ranch can't believe her eyes when she finds peanut butter with a swing around his middle chains twisted above his back she immediately sets out to untwist the pony you should be ashamed of yourself chelsea good naturedly reprimands peanut butter looking at his insaneness uh, even untwisted, Peanut Butter seems reluctant to get out of the swing. Maybe the poor little guy was just trying. Let's see. Let's see the video here. Peanut Butter. What um. <laughs> in the heck did okay, you get so yourself the, into? Are you kidding me right now? The horse is just stuck on the, his what chest. What are you doing? His chest or whatever is on the swing itself. And the swing is twisted. He's just having get, some fun. Come on. Come on let's get you out of here. we got to untangle you. Leave the poor horse alone. Let him swing around. Jesus. You should be ashamed of yourself. Now she's twisting him out of the swing. Come on. Go. Come on. Go. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah, if you want to go check it out, TikTok Chelsea Maslanka. It's pretty funny. It's a good time there. I'm not going to lie, that horse looked like he was having fucking fun. He was just horsing around. <laughs> Thank you. Be here all night. The voice is not returning to NBC in January. Oh, no. Oh, for all you voice nerds out there. Um, Judas Priest to perform at Four Piece for first time since 1974. See what they got to say about that. See what they got to say about that. Um, <clears throat> when Judas Priest hit the road again, they, uh, they'll be down a member. The band announced it will return to touring as a quartet without road guitarist and co-producer of the 2018 album Firepower. Annie Steep, who is stepping down to focus on production work. Uh, Judas Priest confirmed guitarist. Okay, I thought this was like some to perform somewhere. We didn't give a fuck about their fucking who's out and who's in. Okay, here we go. Uh, we are chopping at the British steel bit to return to world touring. The band wrote in a statement celebrating 50 years of Judas Priest. I love Judas Priest, though, as, a, as an even more powerful, relentless four-piece heavy metal band with Glenn coming out on stage with us here and there as before. Big thanks to Andy for all you've done and continuing to be in the production team for our new album. See you all soon, Headbangers. This is the first time since 1974, uh, before the recording debut album Rockarola, that Judas Priest has performed with only one guitarist. Ooh. Uh, singer Rob Halford noted that while Sneep had carved out his own little kind of way expressing himself in the band, the guitarist preference is, is for studio work, and he is a prolific producer. Well, good luck with all that. I am Shauna Ray. <clears throat> 22-year-old woman stuck in a body of an 8-year-old, says mom, gets negative attention. I wonder if this is like um, TLC's latest reality series, I Am Shauna Ray is almost here. 
It's just like that movie, The Orphan. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the show's premiere Tuesday follows Shauna Ray, a 22-year-old woman who has the appearance of an 8-year-old. crazy it's crazy i tell you it's crazy it's crazy um uh, walmart employees fired go viral using price scanners as guns <laughs> oh that's great that is fucking great a viral video that shows a group of Walmart employees using price scanners as pretend guns has sparked a, a debate all over the Internet. Uh, the TikTok uploaded by all oh, this TikTok by MBK Stank. <laughs> MBK Stank features eight employees and a caption over the video overlaying that said they all got fired. Uh, since it's posted on January 9th, the video has surpassed more than 500,000 views. Uh, the views quickly turned into rapid fire with mixed comments somewhere bothered by the flashing of the price scanners. Others were suspicious about the ac accuracy of the events, and if so, whether it justified firing the employees. As shown in the short clip, several employees appeared on camera with price scanners in hand and pointed directly in the eye's view. A hip-hop song was playing in the background as some of the workers appeared from behind the shelves and aisles, while another rode a motorcycle and pushed a wagon. The caption accompanied the video read, They all got lit, though. They all got Walmart lit, though. Some commenters called Walmart out of its firing practices. Walmart is not in the position to fire anyone. <laughs> Walmart not firing no employees unless you're stealing or you quit yourself. They barely have employees now. A fucking men. Uh, the stores that lost, uh, that's the stores lost now. They have to replace every single employee. They just fired the store. Took an L on that one. Other TikTokers argued that employees shouldn't mess around on company time regardless of the gained popularity. Uh, this is a business, not a playground. Uh, while they was playing on the job, comment while they was playing on the job, okay? commented before speculating that people were shoplifting while the workers were busy creating the video. Okay. All right. Worker, work is not where you play at. Mm, people, some people are uptight. This was cute, though. You may have to, you have to make the best of where you work. Not going to lie. Okay. Who gives a shit anymore? Let these people have fun. Fucking bullshit, man. Mom captured powerful moment. Her two-year-old son thought Disney Acanto character was him. So they show a picture of him next to Acanto, and he does look like him. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Making sense of Super Tramp's logical song. Okay. By 1977, British progressive rocker Supertramp, if you guys don't know who that is, you know, some of my younger listeners, look them up. They're pretty good. 
um, had reached a crossroads. Their previous LP, Crime of the Century, hadn't yielded a successful single, and now its follow-up, even in the quietest moments, could only deliver one hit. Give a little bit. Give a little bit. Give a little bit of your heart to me. Something like that. The band moved to California during the period, and it would be two years before their next album was released. The more pop-oriented Breakfast in America became the group's greatest success. With four hit singles, the title cut, Take the Long Way Home, Goodbye Stranger, and their triumph, The Logical. Here it is. All my old school listeners remember this one, right? <laughs> we used to get stoned in basements to this one. <laughs> So, uh, so they they credited to the keyboardist Roger Hodgson's "The Logical Song" was written by Hodgson's during a break after "Quietest Moments" was released. Told uh, creating the classics as he reached back to his own childhood for the lyrics. For many years, I complained about being sent away to boarding school, but I have to say that it spawned a lot of great songs. "The Logical Song" was one of them. I do remember being very, very happy as a young kid. Very happy as I see 8mm movies of me and I was just a kid and a joy bubble. I was very happy when I, and then I see later 8mm movies after they sent me to school. They got stress on my life and I got stress lines on my face already. So something happened when I got sent away to school. I started getting confused. And the joy kind of started the, the joy kind of started leaving me. They left me with the question, please tell me who I am, who I want to be remembered by, that joy filled being that oh, I want to be remembered, that joy filled being that came into this world. Yeah, sax solo bitches. Sorry if the youngsters out there didn't know that one. <laughs> but it was a fun, fun, fun song when I was a youngster. Uh, Black Sands Entertainment secures $500,000 deal on Shark Tank with Kevin Hart and Mark Cuban. Uh, Wheel of Fortune contestant's impressive solve wins her $45,000. That fucking show is still on. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Wonder what old Vanna White still looks like. Oh, that's right. We have Google. My bad. You got Google, Splat. Can't you figure it out, your fucking self, buddy? Sadie Robinson says she's got Florona, and rats invaded her home. Is this uh? 
Is this the hillbilly daughter, the hillbilly's daughters, uh, the duck hunter, the duck, the, the, the duck whistle guys? I can't remember their fucking names. Duck something, sigh, and all those fuckers. Huh. Uh-huh. I guarantee it is. Let's see. Let's see. Duck hunter, duck hunting, duck something, duck dynasty. That's what I. <laughs> Oh, yeah. How do you become a fucking millionaire selling duck quackers? Or whatever they are, duck whistles. It's not even a fucking whistle. It's like... No, it's like this. Harvard Magazine says Disney is in communist China's pocket. You don't say. That's because China owns every fucking thing, you dum-dums. The Harvard International Review, the her, the her, the her, published a scathing article, excuse me, a scathing article accusing Walt Disney's company of being in China's pocket. As the communist nation continues committing human rights atrocities against Uyghur minorities in Xinjiang region. <laughs> if I have any Chinese listeners out there, please correct me. <laughs> Written in October 2021 by Alexa Brenner, the incoming editor of and chief of the HIR. At the time, the article highlights Disney's live-action adaptation of its beloved animated classic *Mulan*. Uh, boy, okay, I just got kicked off. <laughs> Which tells the tale of a young woman in Imperial China who bravely takes her aging father's place in the army. <clears throat> well, well, well. Big controversy. Big controversy with Disney. Chip and Joanna Gaines Magnolia Network Scrubs Homework Series after frustrating allegations surface. Oh boy, someone's getting canceled. TikTok reveals the sad fates of Dunkin' Leftover Donuts. What do they get made in the holes? What is, what is TikTok going to find out for us? It's hard to consider anything more upsetting in life than watching and watching a donut accidentally slip from your fingers and plummet uncontrollably to the ground. Splattering, thanks for the shout-out, is spattered innards across every nearby building, person, and puppy. Tragedies like that do happen. Imagine uh, deliberately throwing donuts away. Surely that constitutes a sin, right? Right. Uh, Given the irresistible sugary beauty of donuts... You'd think they would only be disposed of if they were just something fatally wrong with them. If they were past their expiry date, perhaps. Or if they'd start transforming into alien creatures. However, a TikTok video suggests that at least some Dunkin' stores ditch hundreds of delicious donuts every day. The video, uploaded by TikTok user... Aiden Shaw 142 purports, purports to show a Duncan staff member closing one of the chain's locations and following company instructions to pour dozens of donuts into a trash can. 
text on the video expressed the workers' displeasure with the policy. I hate closing here. The post claimed that the same employer who is now being asked to scrap donuts used to uh, scrape change to afford one, adding sucks not being able to give this many donuts away. Many TikTok viewers have questioned why donuts could not be donated to people in need. Um, this, is, this isn't the only time a TikToker has appeared to show hundreds of donuts from, uh, donuts from Duncan landing in the trash. Much to viewers' dismay, giving the food waste in the U.S. amounts to almost 150,000, Jesus Christ, tons a day. A day, people. Like... We should be giving this shit away to people that are hungry. It's fucking disgusting what we are doing as a people. Wasting huge amounts of land and water as well as contributing to greenhouse gas releases. Okay, I'm not sure how that works. But Duncan Duncan's donut ditching policy might seem curious. Viewers of TikTok video have been understandably confused, which numerous folks suggest that staff member could have given them away. However, this idea has been rebuked by the uploader uh, who says, <clears throat> who says the workers, okay, who says the workers uh, risk being fired for not disposing of the donuts the correct way. Some co commenters have also speculated that Duncan might not want to donate donuts in case its profits are affected or defective products cause a health problem. Do you think a fucking homeless dude's gonna give a shit if he got a health problem from a fucking Dunkin Donut? You don't think that he's got other fucking health problems, you fucking idiots? What the fuck kind of comment is that? Jesus Christ. The Dunkin website says the company operates on end-of-day donation scheme that allows franchises to choose to give away surplus bakery items subject to local regulations and approval of individual branch owners. The company also runs a composited program enabling local Dunkin Donuts stores to decide to whether organic waste such as coffee beans okay we get the fucking point Dunkin Donuts uh, figure it out uh, and if I was the employees I'd be like fuck you give your middle finger to the camera there's other Dunkin Donuts there's other donut shops they're gonna let you fucking um give these things away to the homeless jesus fucking christ man are we have we just become that detached from uh, humanity and kindness from our hearts that we are throwing food away when a motherfucker is literally licking the ground to get a taste of something disgusting how to watch danica mckeller and neil bledsoe highly anticipated gac family movie i'm so excited not uh hey there need your bush trimmed or your wood handled by professionals we'll go to good seed lawn and tree service and you can reach them at 512-566-6630 that's good seed lawn and trees tree service 512 Five six 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 three zero. So get that bush trimmed up and get that handle that wood handled by the professionals. Fifteen percent active duty and veteran discounts. Get all your tree needs: trimmings, prunings, removals, and stump grindings. Here at Good Seed Lawn and Trees Tree Service 
512-566-6630. Take care of that wood and that bush. Hey, everybody. I know it's getting crazy. The weather in Texas is getting crazy. And if you're in the Austin area, go see Jessica at Just Hail at 512-221-3013. Again, go ask for Jessica at Just Hail. 512-221-3013 or justhail.net and they will take care of all your hail needs. So get on over there and tell them Splatch Unicorn sent you. Man, did I forget about that too? He just died. Sydney Poignier family statement. He R.I.P. Sydney. I loved him um, in um, Heat of the Night. Um, was he in Pollyanna? He was in uh, Raisins of the Sun. My mom introduced me to Sydney Poitier. 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 I don't know how to fucking say it right, but um, he wrote. Uh, was it Stir Crazy or one of those? He wrote. Um, he wrote a couple of Richard Pryor movies or directed. Sorry. Um, he was great in the sneakers, uh, with River Phoenix and Robert Redford. Uh, I always liked him as an actor. Any movie that my mom would put on, there was a couple of, well, a couple of them out there and I can't remember what they are, <clears throat> but, uh, his family put out a, a statement, uh, um, about his death there are no words to convey the deep sense of loss and sadness we are feeling right now we are so grateful he was able to spend his last uh his last day surrounded by his family and friends uh to us Sidney portier portier <clears throat> is not only a brilliant actor activist and a man of incredible grace and moral fortitude he was also a devoted and loving husband <clears throat> and a supportive and adoring father and a man has always put his family first. He is our guiding light who lit up our lives with infinite love and wonder. His smile was healing. His hugs, the warmest refuge. And his laughter was infectious. We could always turn to him for wisdom and solace. And his absence feels like a giant hole in our family and our hearts. Although he is no longer here with us in this realm, his beautiful soul will continue to guide and inspire us. He will live on in us, his grandchildren and great-grandchildren, and every belly laugh, every curious inquiry, every act of compassion and kindness. His legacy will live on in the world, continuing to, continuing to inspire not only the incredible body of work, but even more so with his humanity. We would like to extend our deepest appreciation to every single one of you for the outpouring of love from around the world. So many have been touched by our dad's extraordinary life, his unwavering sense of decency and respect for his fellow man, and his faith in humanity never faltered. So now, for all the love that you've shown him, he loved you back. 
And Sidney Poitier, um, if anybody knows anything about him, I believe, let's check. Let's go look at his wiki, Wikipedia. Um, <clears throat> can't be right. There we go. There we go. Let's take a look at his Wikipedia. Wiki, 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 Wikipedia. Because <clears throat> it's only fair because it's a part of my childhood and my mother. and uh, She introduced me to a lot of great actors and uh, comedians and comedians. Um, uh, Sydney Poitier. 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 I said it right the first time, I guess. Um, February 20th, 1927 to January 6th, 2022. He was a Bahamian American actor, Bahamian, sorry, my bad, Bahamian American actor, film director and ambassador. In 1964, he was the first African American and first Bahamian to win the Academy Award for Best Actor. He also received two competitive Golden Globe Awards, a competitive British Academy of Film and Television Arts, the BAFTA, and a Grammy Award for Best Spoken Word Album. Poitier's family lived in the Bahamas and then still a crown colony. Uh, but he was born unexpectedly in Miami while they were visiting with automatically granted him which automatically granted him U.S. citizenship. Uh, he grew up in the Bahamas, but moved to Miami at age 15 and to New York City when he was 16. He joined the American Negro Theater, landing his breakthrough film role as a high school student in the film Blackboard Jungle. Uh, that was in 1955. In 1958, Poitier starred with Tony Curtis, as another actor that my mom introduced me to, as chained together escaped convicts in The Defiant Ones. I've actually seen this movie with my mother, <laughs> which, received a nine, which received nine Academy Award nominations. Uh, both actors received nominations for Best Actor, with Poitier's first being, uh, being the first for a black actor. They both also had Best Actor nominations for The Baftas, with Poitier winning. In 1964, he won the Academy Award and the Golden Golden Globe Golden Globe Award for Best uh, Glitch in the Matrix. Uh, for Best Actor for Lilies of the Field. That's another one. That's the one I was thinking in my head. Me and my mother used to watch or have watched together. Um, playing a handyman helping a group of German speaking nuns build a chapel. Poirier also received acclaim for Porgy and Bess, seen that one, 1959, A Raisin in the Sun in 1961, I've seen that one with my mother, and A Patch of Blue, seen that one, oh my god, 1965, I'm shocked at all these movies I've seen, uh, it was my mom though, my mom showed me all these movies, I guess Pollyanna wasn't one of them. He continued to break uh, ground in three successful 1967 films which dealt with issues of race and race relations. <clears throat> to Sir with Love, remember that one? Guess Who's Coming to Dinner? Of course I remember that one. The remake sucked. 
and in the heat of the night. And my mom even like uh, showed me that movie, and she even loved the show, even though he wasn't in it. Uh, he received Golden Globe and BAFTA nominations for his performance in the last film, and in a poll the next year, he was voted the U.S. Top's box office star. Beginning in the 1970s, Poitier was directed various comedy films, including Stir Crazy, you see, I remembered, starring Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder, among their other films. After nearly a decade away from acting, he returned to television and film, starring in Shoot to Kill in 1988 and Sneakers, which I mentioned earlier, in 1992. Portier was granted a knighthood by Queen Elizabeth II in 1974, and in 1995 he received the Kennedy Center Honor. Uh, from 1997 to 2007, he was the Bohemian Ambassador to Japan, in 2009, he was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom, the highest civil civilian honor in the United States. In 2016, he was awarded BAFTA Fellowship for Outstanding Lifetime Achievement in Film. And in 1999, he ranked 22 among, uh, 22, 22nd among male actors on the 100-year, 100 stars list by the American Film Institution. Or Institute, should be Institution. In 1982, he received the Golden Globe Cecil B. DeMille Award, and, and in 2000, he received the Screen Actors Guild Lifetime Achievement Award. In 2002, uh, he was given an Honorary Academy Award in recognition of his remarkable accomplishments in an artist as a human being. So, uh, R.I.P. to him. Uh, <clears throat> losing a lot of people these days, I'm telling you, folks. I don't know what to tell you, but I'm telling you. <laughs> I know that made no sense at all. That made no sense at all. Sorry, I backed up from the mic there for a second. Um, Let's see. Geezer Butler Supergroup Deadland Ritual ended when reality hit. Deadland Ritual. I have to check them out. Women, woman shocked by Uber Eats driver, surprising gift and poem. Let's bless this man. Oh, that's cute. He left a little, little package. Um, royal couple test positive for COVID nineteen again. Rut row, rut row. Everybody's testing for positivity. Um, hey Joe Biden, when you said uh, you wanted positivity in this country, is this what you? <laughs> Is this what you meant? You dumb dumb. The Lincoln Tunnel Motel is famous on TikTok. TikTok is fuck it. You ever see the movie Dis Idiocracy? If you haven't, I implore you to go see it. This is like the channels they had in the future, not because it's glamorous. <clears throat> uh, Jeopardy contestant Amy Schneider becomes first woman and openly transgender uh, contestant to take one million dollars. And this is what I mean. You know, when we're when she wins, just say she won. She was the first whatever person. to. I don't know. But this whole if we're supposed to be gender neutral and this and that and blah, blah, blah. Then why are this? We uh, I was listening to somebody the other day, and they and they made a good point. We should stop. We should stop awarding first to people. 
You're the first black guy to do this. You're the first white guy to do this. You're the first man to do this. You're the first transgender to do this. You can If we do away with that, we'll be equal. There should be no first for every anybody. None of that bullshit. Get rid of it. It's too late. It's, it causes too many fucking problems because people don't know how to fucking have an understanding of life. <clears throat> Oh, 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 oh. Customer tries tipping waiter with $25 Amazon gift card and TikToks are divided. Why not? I mean, well, Splat, why don't you want to feed her family with that $25? Go to Amazon. Um, order some food. <laughs> and they'll deliver it to you fuck you want for me it's no secret that the servers aren't always treated the best uh, with low wages freakouts from customers and they're told they need to wear a mask and slew of other horror stories it can be pretty tough working in the industry service industry when you're dealing with a bunch of super entitled customers but bitching about entitled customers is kind of an entitlement within itself isn't it really <laughs> We're server industry. We should. We're entitled to be treated a certain way. And I'm not poo-pooing that because I treat servers and bartenders and everybody, even when they're having a shit day, I, I treat them with respect. But but uh, but still, um, it is a little annoying these days when everybody gets on social media and they get this this and that. And they're like, you should treat you should treat your fucking waitress and bartender or something fucking way. Well, you know, sometimes the way people treat you is a reflection of how your attitude is, right? <clears throat> um, I've posted before, it's like, maybe she's a Karen because your fucking service is shitty. I mean, that might not be a popular opinion. Maybe people throwing their shit at their fucking radio right now. But what I'm saying is you can't yell entitlement because that's really you trying to think that you're entitled to something. <laughs> You can't fight entitlement with entitlement. It doesn't fucking make sense, people. And um, and there's no diss to the service industry. I've worked it before, so don't come at me with some blah, 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 blah. I'm just looking from another side. Most of the time, it is fucking asshole. Well, don't say entitled customers. Say fucking assholes. They're fucking pricks. But waitresses and bartenders you guys aren't exempt from being assholes <laughs> that's all i'm saying you know i'm not saying it's all the time i'm not saying customers are shitty all the time what i'm saying is everybody can be a fucking asshole and then you're yelling entitlement well you're you're acting entitled you're a customer well you're acting entitled by yelling entitlement what are you entitled to a tip not really not really you're not entitled to that if you have shitty service and you don't get a tip, you might want to look in the fucking mirror instead of running on fucking Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and making fucking videos about how you I'm sorry, but the truth fucking hurts sometimes. Just like the other side, there's fucking asshole customers that are fucking pricks. And then they get on fucking TikTok or they write on the fucking <laughs> I'm only giving her a tip because of good, 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 good. they're making $15 an hour now, so I'm only giving her zero. You know, you're a fucking prick, too. I'm just saying it's not. Uh, 
just gets annoying sometimes when I see all these fucking people. Chippy don't, don't fucking tell me what to do. I'm coming to your fucking restaurant that pays your fucking paycheck. Now, I know people are going to take this the wrong way, but I'm just talking about the certain group of people. Not everybody, not every waitress, not every bartender, not all of them. Just the ones that do this annoying certain fucking thing or say this certain thing over and fucking over. We get it. You're supposed to be tipped. You're supposed to be treated with respect. But so fucking are we. Sorry. Having a It's been on my fucking ugh, gets on my last nerve but asshole customers i can't stand those motherfuckers people that don't tip even if, if waitress is having a bad or a bartender's having to giving me shit or whatever i'm not gonna not tip them it's not in my nature i was raised better than that but on the flip side you can't go around bitching the customers that just makes you look like a if if I if I if I had your TikTok handle or whatever, and I went to that restaurant and I who the fuck you were, I might not tip you then. I probably would, but I most people wouldn't because now you're on TikTok acting like an entitled cunt or dick or asshole, yelling about entitled customers. So stop it, everybody. Just fucking stop it. Everyone's got to be right, or everyone's got to do this, or you got to respect this, or respect that. No, you got to fucking earn that shit. Earn it right. <sighs> um, sunken place, Gollywag, Candace Owens says she'll never get vaccinated. Her body, her choice. Point blank. Pretty simple. It's really, really fucking simple, people. Really fucking simple. Uh, <laughs> um, not really a lot going on anymore, and we're about. I guess I've rambled on long enough. Probably there's. Oh, uh, Sinead O'Connor's son dies of seventeen. I think he committed suicide. Our hearts go out to Sinead O'Connor and her family. Um, I think that's gonna do it today, folks. Um, everybody test the positive right now. Nothing positive here. Nothing. Not a fucking Dua Lipa. Ooh, I love her. Wow's and Matrix inspired all leather look. Ooh, let's see. I love me some Dulipa. Dulipa? Dulipa, let me see your leather outfit, you sexy thing, you. Is that, is that uh, toxic masculinity? <laughs> and she looks hot. Of course she does. It's Dulipa. Um, yeah, I think we're going to wrap it up, wrap it up. I'm looking here. There's nothing really fucking going on that's happy. Everybody's nobody's happy. <laughs> Go to TikTok, I guess, if you want to learn some shit. <laughs> Tucker Carlson mocks Pelosi is Michael Jackson. He's had a lot of work done since we saw him last. <laughs> <laughs> he did not. No 
okay, this is a positive note. Sometimes this dude gets on my nerves, but this is funny. Because <laughs> I can't stand that cunt. Well, that's it. Huh? That was the gist of it. Tucker Carlson host joked on House, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi media appearance on Face the Nation. No Billy Jean. Apparently, she's not. He hasn't given up saying. Now he's telling lies about politics. <laughs> that first one was better. He's had a lot of work done since then. <laughs> oh shit! All right, folkity folk, folks. Um, yeah, they're just repeating shit now. Anyway. Where's our positivity? Where'd it go? Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, we're going to wrap this episode up. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Uh, thanks for joining, uh, joining us. Um, uh, I guess I didn't ask how your weekend was earlier, but it's okay. Um, I guess join us here next week. Same splat time, same splat channel. You can join us tomorrow on the sports shit show. And I think that's going to wrap it up today on the show, people. Um, is there anything? I'm trying to think of anything I forgot. Doodly do 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 Joe Biden's still a piece of shit. Um, I've retired the term, let's go Brandon. I'm just gonna say, fuck Joe Biden. I don't need your code words, conservatives. I'm just gonna say it my way. Fuck Joe Biden. Fuck everybody, man. Fuck them all. Um, I do have a gripe. Um, I'm tired. Something that I'm tired of hearing about people getting vaccinated and people that aren't getting vaccinated that have beat it with fucking syrup or whatever. Vaccinated people, I don't give a fuck that you got vaccinated. Anti-vax people, I don't care that you used whatever concoction you used the beat covid to prove to us that you didn't need a vaccine both of you guys just shut the fuck up so on that note i love you guys be safe out there stay high stay fly peace and love in the holy smoke above i am out bitches <laughs>